their events! The scrolls! I have them! I'm right behind you! Bobby! Made it! Just in time. Here we are, on top of the tallest tower in the land, and we cannot see a thing. I've never seen a sky turn black so quickly. It almost seemed... Symbolic. Oh, yes, as if the minions of darkness had suddenly been roused. It means we are getting closer, brethren. The signs are everywhere. And a mountain burned with fire unto the midst of heaven, with clouds and thick darkness. You don't mean it's as dark as the days at Sinai, do you? Oh, it's darker, my friend. As it always is, before the dawn. And before the day star rises in the heart. Then let us not be deterred, my friend. We've searched the skies, all for the hour when, when, wait. Listen, the wind, the rain, they've stopped. How unusual. Hello, hello, hello in there. What is that? Come, come, you must see this. What is it, Avi? Look, look up there. The clouds, look at the clouds. They're moving, they're parting. The ocean of heaven, the heaven of heavens. And there, in the east. Look! Oh, oh, oh. oh my! Nice. What is that? A shining planet. A new star. It is the sign, brothers. Yes. Oh. Yes, it is. The Lamb is born. The King is here. Look, it's moving. Like a comet. Beckoning us to follow. To light our way. To lead us to Him. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God. Thou shalt find him. If thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Come then. Now's the time, fellow Magi. This is our call to find him. Avi, tell the servants to gather supplies. Enough to get us to the temple. How many days? Uh, a year, perhaps. Oh, yes, the temple. In Jerusalem. Yes, Jerusalem. And from there, wherever the star leads us. To him. Yes, to the king. Then tomorrow night it is, as three ships sailing across a sandy sea. We go. Finally, we go. Audio Stories presents Nativity, the audio dramatization of the birth of Jesus Christ based on the Old and New Testaments of the Holy Bible. Mommy? We're trying to find him. Here, Hannah, let me carry you. After the angels departed, we practically ran all the way to Bethlehem. When we finally arrived, the city was dark and the streets empty. With no instruction about where to go, we prayed and walked and walked and prayed. And then, miraculously, we saw coming over a high stone wall the branches of an olive tree lit by firelight from below. All right, on three now. One, two, three. Careful, Ow. Steady. Steady. Uh, so this is supposedly an inn? 
For travelers and their animals? I think so. And why are we looking here? Because wherever there are animals, there could be a manger. Over a little. How's that? I just need to grab this branch. There. I've got it. I I see the lights coming from a, a kind of cave. A cave? Like a grotto behind the stables. What are they doing? Someone's in there. Shh. Do you hear that? It's a lullaby. Yes, this is it. Come down, Aaron. Help him, boys. I've got it, I've got it. It's at the end of the courtyard. There's a little opening, about 15, maybe 20 feet from the wall. Is there a manger? I couldn't see, but there's a woman in there. And I think a baby. Let's go around to the gate. Come along, Hannah. Is he here, Mother? He could be. He is, Hannah. I know he is. Levi. Yeah? Mary's baby. There is something about that little boy. Levi? Hmm? I ran down to help Mary, thinking she was alone. But when I opened the door and drew back the heavy drape, it was... It was like the room was already crowded with people. It was? And... No one was there. Just Joseph and Mary bathing the child. You should have seen his little face. His eyes were wide open, looking at her as if he understood everything that was happening to him. And then... Yes? When she wrapped him in the swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger. I felt I was watching, I don't know, something sacred. Sacred? Yes. Heaven was there, Levi. I believe you. I just fell to my knees, so grateful for my life, for our lives, for him, for the hope and peace that seemed to come from him for his light and for his love. Oh, Chava, you've always had a mother's heart. Mm. And you've always loved God's little ones. And now the baby's here, and he's well. So let's go to sleep. Oh, Levi, (laughs) I couldn't sleep if my life depended on it. (laughs) Oh, come here, love. Come here. (laughs) What was that? Hmm? That sound. Oh, not again. Yes. Someone's at the gate, Levi. Someone's trying to get in. Hello. Oh, good grief. Someone. Hello there. They're going to wake up the place. Get down there. All right. Tell them to be quiet. We've just had a baby here. I'm going. I'm going. Sir. Shh. Keep it down. What is it? Sir, excuse us for coming so late. Who are you? We are looking for a child. A little boy just born. You're shepherds. What are you doing? Get along now. There's no room for you here. Sir. The baby that was born, he's in a stable, or or something like a stable. He has swaddling clothes. He's lying in a manger. What? 
Say that again. His, his bed is a manger. How do you know that? So we told the proprietor what had happened, what the angels told us. His eyes grew wide, and he stepped back from the gate. And then, without a word, he turned and walked across the dark courtyard and hurried up the stairs. Hava. Well, what was it? What did they want? You'd better get up. You'll want to hear this. Soon he and his wife were coming back down the stairs together. At first she stood away from the gate. But as we explained, she came closer and closer, nodding her head. And when we told her about the host of heaven, she took hold of the iron bars to hold herself up, while tears and tears ran down her face. Levi. Yes, dear? They've come to see what I saw, to be witnesses themselves. Open the lock. Let them in. Yes, dear. Now, come. Follow me. Down the courtyard, past the open stalls of animals, and around the back, between the high stone wall and the old olive tree, the kindly woman paused. Let me tell the child's parents you're here. And then she disappeared through a small wooden door. They're in there. Hmm? Behind a a sort of curtain, there's a a mother and a little lamb. I mean, a a little baby. (laughs) It's the sign, just as I imagined. Just as I knew it would be. Come in, please. All of you. Hello. Hello. Thank you for letting us in. What is your name? Mary. Is he the Messiah? He is. We understand an angel told you all to come. Yes. Have you seen one? We have. Because they're here. Everywhere. Yes. We know. That manger there. Is that why you came here? Because the angel told us we'd find him in a manger. No. We didn't know anything about that. But God did. And his messenger told us what to look for. Mary looked at me as if she knew me. And then I recognized her. She was the one on the road to Judea with her friend. She was a girl then, but now she was a woman. The mother of the Son of God. Can I see him? Of course. Joseph? What's your name? Hannah. Here. Up you go, Hannah. He's so little and soft. I was as big as him when I was born. And that's important, Hannah. Because he will grow up just like you. Like every child. And he will have happy times and sad times. And sometimes he will have hurts and even cry. So whatever happens to you, remember he understands you. And more than that, he loves you. What is his name? His name is Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Remember it always. Jesus. He's looking at you. I know. In that moment, I remembered the night in the Tower of the Flock. When I saw a temple lamb just born, wrapped in swaddling bands, 
lying in a manger of golden hay and looking at me with those very bright eyes. And I realized that the Messiah, the Christ, the one to deliver us could never come into the world as a man, fully formed to vanquish our enemies and set the world right. He had to be born a child, as we are born, so that he could know us, so that we would accept him and receive him as the lamb who would lay himself on the altar for us. The lamb of God. Goodbye, then. Yes, goodbye, dear shepherds. Thank you. We are grateful to you. It was our blessing. Go in peace. Yes. That was... (laughs) What do you say? (laughs) We say praise God for sending us his holy... Yes, and he chose us to be witnesses. So I say glory to God, because that's what the angels said. Glory to God! Anna, people are asleep. When we get back to the fields, you can sing whatever you want, as loud as you want. Jesus is born! His name is Jesus! No, 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 she's right, she's right! Bethlehem, behold! We bring you good tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. That night, as we returned to the fields glorifying and praising God, something happened to us. Something happened within us. We who weren't allowed to speak, to witness, or do almost anything else in the world, found confidence to tell everyone the things that we had seen and heard. And we weren't the only ones to know and share the good tidings. Forty days later, in the temple in Jerusalem, two believers recognized Jesus. Joseph and Mary had come to make a sacrifice of turtle doves and present their firstborn according to the law. That's when Simeon, a just and devout man, came forward and took the child in his arms. All my life, I have waited for the consolation of Israel. This man, this very old man, had been promised that he would be a witness of the Messiah before he died. Lord, now let thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Then, as a second witness, An elderly woman, a prophetess, opened her mouth. It's Anna. She's rising to speak. Hush, everyone, for this child is indeed the prophesied Messiah. And all you who look for redemption in Jerusalem, look to him and live. If Joseph and Mary hadn't understood before then, that morning it became abundantly clear. The holy child entrusted to them was truly born to all the world. Come, Mary, we need to go for his sake. I agree. But the light in him could not be concealed. God had revealed the birth of his son to shepherds, to two faithful souls in the temple and others. And by the time Joseph and Mary arrived in Nazareth, word was beginning to get around. 
It's true, father, mother. We waited because we didn't want to just send word. We wanted to tell you ourselves. How did you know he was the one, the Messiah? An angel came to me, and to Joseph too, in a dream. You both saw angels? Yes. And then when Jesus was born, angels came to shepherds too, in the fields outside of Bethlehem. Oh, oh yes. Braca told me she heard that. We thought it was a fable. No, it happened. The shepherds knew. So let me see. You, Joseph, shepherds, the man and the woman in the temple, all of you knew? And Elizabeth. Elizabeth? You told her? I didn't. God revealed it. She knew it as soon as I arrived. I wonder why God didn't tell me. Because, Mother, I think he wanted me to do that. And we are grateful, my dear. Well, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Since you were a baby, Mary, I knew. And now, with people talking, well, there's no question. You must go back to Bethlehem. Where people don't know us. That's right. Yes. It's funny, though. The last thing I wanted was you to move away. And now I have the same feeling I had about going to Elizabeth's and the wedding and when you went to Bethlehem for the census. It's all part of it, isn't it? (laughs) It is. I just can't get over that he was born in Bethlehem. Yes, we know. And Joseph's family, too. Where prophets always said he would be born, in the city of David. My, my. Nothing makes sense. And then suddenly, it does. One moment it's all darkness and confusion, and then the next, it's light. I just wish the light would shine a little sooner. (laughs) All of us do, Mother. Thank you for understanding. Well, we do. Absolutely. Now, if we're going to protect him, let's get you to Bethlehem as soon as possible. And Boaz, not a word about this to anyone. It's not me you have to worry about. Well, (laughs) you don't have to worry about me either. (laughs) Not this time. No one will hear about it at all. At least, not from us. Men. <laughs> are, they, are they here? Just outside the door. Uh, no one saw them come in. I brought them up the back stairs, personally. I'm sure they want to know why I've summoned them. They are teachers, my lord. Magi from the East. No doubt they assume you want their counsel. I want to know why they're asking where the king is born. I am the king, and I am here. And, and as your chief priests and scribes have explained, this new king is to be born in Bethlehem, as it is written. Bethlehem, Ephrathah? Is it a backwater if ever there was one? The, the scriptures are plain. Bethlehem is no less important than the other little princes of the kingdom. And don't forget, a governor is supposed to be born there. A governor? What does that mean? 
You see why I'm troubled, Counselor. And my Jerusalem is in an uproar. I've kept peace in this land for thirty years. And I've sacrificed my own house to do it. But if we let these wise men come in and tell everyone a star is leading them to a Messiah King, will you? You might as well tie me to the stake and fan the fire! I think your illness amplifies your suspicions. No, this is not illness speaking! This is age, experience, wisdom! Israel has waited millennia for a savior to topple whatever power or potentate happens to be ruling them at the time. But that's not going to happen now, and it's not going to be me! No, 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 no. calm yourself. <laughs> this, this is exactly the kind of little rumor I wanted to hear about before it got out of hand. Oh, there's always chatter, my lord. Uh, you don't want to know everything. I mean, like, during the census a year ago, some bumpkin was talking about angels, angels? flying around, <laughs> talking to shepherds. <laughs> and, and, and in the temple, a, a decrepit woman was talking about a baby saving Jerusalem. Saving Jerusalem? No, no, that's my point. What? Exactly. No baby will be saving anyone. You see, Counselor... That's how it begins. So let's put a stop to it. How do we find this little imposter? That, my lord, is what we're about to discover from these wise men. Well then, let's discover it, shall we? Because if there is even a sliver of a chance that people are looking for a newborn king, I'll sacrifice a generation of boys to keep him from getting to this throne. I'll bring them in. King Herod, may I present Caspar of Persia, Melchior of India, and Balthazar of Nubia. Wise men Quiet, all. Quiet, <laughs> Come in. Here, come. Come, friends, come. <laughs> come close here. Great king, may you live forever, and may the generosity of your soul be the prosperity of your kingdom. <laughs> How kind. What a greeting. We could all learn a thing or two from this one, Counselor. <laughs> Tell me, friends, what brings you to Jerusalem? We come in search of the Messiah. Oh, really? The Messiah? <laughs> Tell Tell me more. Surely, great king, you have seen the signs of his coming. You've seen the star. Ah, yes, that star. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting phenomenon. When did it appear, exactly? Nearly a year ago now, and it's led us here. Oh, and, and, and where precisely is, is here? We thought you knew and summoned us to give us oh, work. How amusing! <laughs> I, I thought the exact same thing of you. I thought you knew and were coming to Jerusalem to tell me. <laughs> how, how comical is that, Counselor? Did you hear that? <laughs> they think I know where he is. Great King, we know he was born in Bethlehem, and we, we want to return to our caravan and continue searching. Bethlehem? <laughs> yeah, well, then by all means, yes, yes, of course. Go forth, noble magi. Find this... <laughs> <laughs> 
little king, and send word immediately when you do, for I would give all my treasure to see him, to worship him, and pledge my allegiance to. <laughs> Seeing the Messiah as a tender child, the furthest thing from my mind was that he could be a threat to anyone, especially King Herod. Joseph and Mary settled in Bethlehem in a little house on the outskirts of town. During those carefree days, I found myself visiting the little family whenever I could and thinking about Jesus, well, always. Looking back, his light was so bright, shining so continually in my mind, I didn't see the darkness gathering around him. All I could see was good people drawn to him, one of a city two of a family, as light cleaves unto light. <laughs> he's walking! Except when he's falling down. Oh, there he goes. Oh, come here. It's okay. You're all right. Oh, I think he's getting hungry. Here, I'll take him. It's nearly bedtime. Are you getting sleepy, Jesus? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Say goodnight to your Uncle Aaron. Maybe one day he'll teach you about sheep and being a shepherd. Yes. Good night, little shepherd. <laughs> I'd better be going, too. It's nearly dark. Although, with this new star... <laughs> they say it's getting closer every day. Almost right over our heads now. What's that? Well, let me see. Oh, uh, I, I think you better come look! Oh, my goodness. Lanterns up and down the road. Who is it? It's some kind of caravan. Camels, dromedaries, a multitude of them. With high saddles and tassels. Really? Here? They're royalty and people from the town following them. The men are getting down from their camels now. Oh, 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 oh they're coming in. Three of them. The wise men had been following a star. And when they came to Joseph and Mary's little home, it was as if they had arrived at a palace and we're entering the throne room of a king. They're kneeling. They must know who he is. Jesus, sweetheart, here, let me hold you. No? He's standing so still. As if he knows who they are. His name is Jesus, you said? Yes. Little Jesus. King of kings. We give thee gold, the symbol of royalty. For thou wilt rule justly and righteously, that even the beggar will not be turned away. Little Jesus, son of God, we give thee frankincense, the symbol of deity, for thou shalt bear our sorrows and make thy soul an offering for sin. Little Jesus, Savior of the world, we present to thee, myrrh, the symbol of mortality and death. For thou art ordained to be led like a lamb to the slaughter. And on the third day, 
raise us up that we may live forever in thy sight. These wise men of great means stayed late into the night. Speaking little, they sat in the corner, gazing at Jesus as if they could learn the truths of heaven from the light of his face. Then, the next morning, they were gone. Years later, we learned that during the night, all three had been given the same dream, a divine warning not to report to Herod as he had instructed and not to disclose who Jesus was or where he could be found. So, secretly, they returned to their lands by other ways. And that was the beginning of a season of dreams. While sleeping, Joseph was visited by an angel and warned to take his family and flee into Egypt. Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee. In the region round Bethlehem, Herod did take the lives of the infant firstborn sons. And after Herod died, Joseph was again visited in a dream and told to bring his family home to Israel. My experience as a boy never left me. They're in there, just as I imagined. Just as I knew it would be. It's been over 30 years since those days of wonder. Now I have my own little shepherds, children and grandchildren, who want to know, what on earth can a shepherd do? (laughs) How do I tell them? People still come looking for us as we watch over our flocks in the fields where our family has been for over a thousand years. I sense they are looking for a reason to hope, for light in a world that is just as dark for them as it was for us. But in the end, words fail. I really can't say more than the angel said to us. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Ye shall find the babe if that is your desire. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger filled with golden hay, looking at you with his bright, bright eyes. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. For more information about Nativity and upcoming Audio Stories content, visit us at www.audiostories.life.